Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongakadu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of July 3rd, 2020. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Hey, everyone. Happy holiday, in a way, if you're in the U.S. I don't know if I should say that, if it's a real holiday or not, but in a way it is. Maybe 4th of July is a holiday. If it was in the middle of the week, I mean, you don't work that day. Any day you don't work is a holiday. True. Well, it's on a Saturday (laughs) this year, so by the time this is out, it's already over, but I hope everyone had a great weekend. Yeah. And happy belated Canada Day also, you know. Woo woo. Shout out to our And Bastille Day for France, because that's also coming up. Ooh. Ooh la la. But how have we been? What have we been listening to? Let's start with you, Gray, since we missed you last week. Yeah, I missed you guys. I really, really wanted to be on, but unfortunately, just things didn't pan out. But it's been an exciting and interesting week, to say the least. I have been listening to LOL's latest single, Work It Out. That song is, oh my god, that song is so good. That That is their best song that they've had in a long, long time. I absolutely adore this song i've had it on repeat for the past three days and it just it has just been a real welcomed place in my life it's just because it's a nice uplifting song in 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 dark times and that that's kind of what my soul needed and so it's been a real pleasure to listen to Uh, i have also been listening to you know the usuals high five and arashi because i'm working on the the thing at the end of the year really excited for that and just want to go ahead and get a head start on that i have also been listening to a little bit of rude alpha because it is summer and his beats do give me that summer vibe feel to it and so i really just like listening to him a little bit and i've been listening to this week's mc which we will get to and uh, let's see, have I covered all the bases? I did listen to Happiness by Pentagon earlier today, which if you guys didn't listen to it last year, go check that out. Great song, fun summer tune to listen to. It, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I, I think that's about it. I've been listening to the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 soundtrack. As of today, I've officially beat Xenoblade Chronicles 2, so. Hooray, I can finally start something else. But uh, yeah, uh, that about covers it. What have you been listening to, Luna? So I've been listening to Yonezu Kenshi. His bootleg album is fantastic. And I remember listening to it when it released. But that's been a couple years. So I'm revisiting it and love it on Apple Music if you guys haven't checked it out. Also been listening to RMC for the last couple weeks and still love her. She has some great summer beats. We'll talk about her later. And also got some cream on my playlist for Banana because that is one of my summer tunes along with their MVP song and their whole Love and Party album is great. And some Millet. I still got eyes on my playlist. It is this fantastic. Some Aimyeon, some Juju, and some A Witch. And a little bit of Kodakumi in there as she has a summer remix album that is fantastic. And I have to listen to it every summer to get me in the groove. Uh, what about you, Ken? What have you been listening to? 
So I've been listening to a various amount of things. So first off, I was listening to Ditsy Sunfist because of the announcement that they made a couple weeks back for the new the new EP that they're going to be doing. I've been also listening to Arashi, but that's just personal stuff. Um, besides that, I've been listening to a little bit of AAA. I've been going back to them time to time, but not too much. Um, after that, I've been listening to... The new single by Kojoe, he's a Japanese rapper called Bye Girl. Um, that was really good. There was another band I was listening to called I Saw You Yesterday with their track Float Away, which was also really, really good. I've been listening to also a little bit of Lisa with Garenge. I've been probably helping that numbers up for some strange reason. After that, uh, nothing too much. Just, just random things here and there, but... Yeah. Besides that, let's continue on to the news here. And I'm just going to double up on the Odyssey news because we're here already with it. And first off, as they talked about the release for their upcoming track, Kite, which will be released on July 29th. If you guys don't remember this, this was the track that they performed on the Kohoka Uta Gakusen and was written and composed by Kenshin Yunezu. And was originally chose to become the NHK 2020 song. I wonder if they're going to continue that. Because this was the song that was supposed to probably be attached to the Olympics with. But because that's not happening this year, I wonder what's going to happen. (laughs) That that would be interesting if they had to do a new song. But I I don't know. Uh, They could be like, well, you know, the old song that we have is just as good. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, it would be very, very interesting. Regardless, they will come out with three editions, which you can check out on our site. And they also announced that they were going to be dropping a updated Reborn version, the new part of their Reborn series, for their track Face Down, which was really good. I've, I really did like Face Down when it was originally released. And it was released this past week on June 26th across all digital streaming platforms. And what's very interesting this time around, it is going to be remade by the world-renowned composer Blood Pop. If you guys don't know who he is, he actually worked with Lady Gaga and a bunch of other Western music people. So like Lady Gaga, I think Justin Bieber was one of the artists that he worked with also. So he was one of the main driving factors of Lady Gaga's latest album. So I know our editor was going crazy when she heard that news, but yeah. You can check out all the information about that on our site. But yeah. And then continuing on up to the five-member Visual K band, Arlequin announced that they will be releasing a brand new album titled The Laughing Man on August 19th. This will be the latest release done by the group since their track Utopia back in June of 2016 and will be their third album overall. You can check out more information about that on our site along with the music video for Okori on our site as well. And then to celebrate the release of their July 2nd release, The Blue Herb dropped the music video for their track Ballad no Watashishirani on their YouTube channel. Set to be a part of the upcoming album 2020, this release was... The latest track done by the unit since their track ING and Sodekara back in October of 2019. And you can check out more information about this on our site. It's actually really, really good. And I was really debating on picking this as a physical release. So 
You can check out more information about that on our site. And continuing on up to the lovely music icon, Kodakumi announced that she will be releasing a brand new track, Puff, across all digital music streaming platforms this past week on June 26th. This was part one of her 20th year anniversary and will be the latest music release done by Koda since her Kodakumi Live Tour Relive Black Cherry Live album back in March and will be the first single release of 2020. You can check out more information about this on our site, and it's made available on Apple Music and Spotify. It's really, really good. I freaking love Puff. I already got it on play on Apple Music. And by the way, her RE Live, Japanesque, and Black Cherry are amazing. I finally got a chance to watch them, and oh my god. If you haven't checked out Koda, she knows how to put on a live. Highly recommended, and I'm so happy it's her 20th year. I can't wait to see what, what she has in store for everyone. All right, moving on up to our next article. It's summer, and it's not going to be summer until Niji no Conquistador drops their summer song. So girl group Niji uh, no Conquistador have revealed that they are going to be dropping their latest summer single titled Summer Toha Kimi to Watashi Nari. Uh, it is set to come out on September 16th. It's actually going to be only released in two editions this year, which I thought was kind of strange, but I guess with everything going on, they didn't want to do it like they did last year. Because last year they had an edition that was each color of the rainbow. Uh, so this year it's just a standard and a limited edition, and the limited edition comes with a bonus DVD. So if you're a fan of them, you can definitely check it out. They're the Even though the physical edition doesn't come out all the way till September, the song is already live on YouTube. So you can definitely check that out. It is posted in the article. And yeah, that's about it. All right, moving on up to our next article. We're going to be talking about two-member hip-hop group Hilkram. As they have announced, they're going to be dropping their ninth album titled The MC. And it's set to drop on August 12th. The new album is based on the origin and attitude of Hilkram. It is going to be released in two editions, a standard and limited. Uh, the limited edition is going to come with a bonus DVD. We have the psychedelic artwork in the article, so you can definitely check that out. Along with a music video, so if you've never heard of Hilkram and you want to get a taste or idea of their music, you can definitely check out their song Jujutsu I, which is in the article. But yeah, with that, we're continuing on up to our music corner. And this week, you have the reins, Luna. So why don't you introduce us to your artist? All right. So I chose the Japanese reggae R&B vocals, Kira. She is not only just a vocalist, but she is also a composer and a producer. She is from the city of Osaka. She actually got her start in the music industry singing at... Macau Casino, and she was the first Japanese vocalist to actually participate in a show and made a huge impression on them with her husky vocals, unique outfits, relatable lyrics, and she had a lot of African-American inspired music style as well. So all of this really got her noticed and helped her make her major debut with her single Narishiko Soul in 2014. So Narishiko Soul was written, composed, and produced by Kira herself, which is absolutely amazing for a debut single to be done all by herself. And this is a very reggae track, and you hear all her inspiration she has in this one. 
So the following year, she actually released her first full-length album, Listener Killer, which included a special remix of her first single, Narishiko Soul, featuring the popular reggae vocalist Minmi. And having Minmi in there was amazing because Minmi is a huge, is a big inspiration in the R&B genre. So Kira teaming up with her is phenomenal. And so this remake remix became a huge success and was featured as a power play in over 16 radio stations nationwide and thereon Kira went to release her first mini album titled Survive in 2017 followed by her second studio album Naked in 2018. Naked went on to become the number one on iTunes Japan R&B charts which is great for like a great for her and seeing her become that after being in the music industry for quite some time and her her husky and powerful vocals mixture japanese and english inspiring and relatable lyrics plus her unique style captivates audiences including myself that is her vocals were one of the reasons that drew me into her is i saw bye bye boy randomly on youtube it was recommended to me by youtube and it was her vocals and the composition of that song that drew me in and thereon i went to listen to spacey love which is freaking fantastic and i started listening to her other songs after that and her vocals drew me in as she is an extremely unique voice and i've never heard anything like it and not to mention her lyrics are so easy relatable and you can anyone can pretty much relate to them and you can hear that in her latest tracks like loving you and even bye bye boy and stuff like that so she was just someone who hit me to heart and pulled me in immediately so and here we'll talk about a couple of her most memorable tracks so these are ones that to me her music is mainly reggae r&b fused and her vocals help create these memorable ones so in her song, Carry Your Bag, you can hear her emotions come out as it is an extremely powerful song that talks about packing up your dreams and going on a journey. And you can tell this was on her first album. So you can imagine this is something she felt that she was going on a journey to make her dreams come true, which it's amazing she did. And so I feel like this song can reach to anyone who's trying to follow their dreams and make it happen. And usually to do that, you have to leave what you're doing and it can be a very emotional experience. I feel like Carrier Bagging encompasses that and she showcases it perfectly. In Spacey Love, I absolutely love the upbeat techno dancehall vibe this gives you. And that chorus, because it starts off slow and when you get right into that chorus it the track bumps up and it gets you hook you're pumped up and you just want to get up and dance and you can see that in the music video too and i love the music video for the song it is adorable but this is one that i always sing and dance to and i cannot get enough of it and her major debut one when she talked about nadishko soul along with many others such as listener Cur listener killer jealousy and lucky boy all have a heavy reggae vibe to it and her vocals flow amazing with it i mean she fits perfectly to that type of vocal speed and just what she's encompassing in that genre and i think that's one of the other reasons she drew me in 
is to me her voice just screams reggae r&b and i love that because she can make it fit so her track bye bye boy like i said is the one that got me hooked and it was due to her husky vocals that flowed perfectly with the composition it had a catchy chorus and just the beats of it get stuck in your head and it is amazing and this was my one of my favorite tracks of that year and it's still one of my favorite tracks to this day and every summer I always have to listen to it because it is a perfect summer tune and her ballads let me tell you she has amazing vocal skills and they come out when you listen to ones like Ice Cream Harmony, Kata Omoi, Honesty and there's so many more and they are she is a powerful voice that is on point and she has great control over that and you can hear that and hear the emotions in every bit of it and I just love it and her newest track Loving You is a mid-tempo R&B reggae fusion and it has a super catchy chorus very relatable lyrics not to mention it was composed by the same person who did bye bye boy so it gives off a little bit of the bye bye boy vibe except it is a lot more mid-tempo than bye bye boy and i love loving you it has been on repeat since it came out on the streaming platforms and i cannot get enough of it so currently kira has two studio albums mini album and 17 digital singles all her albums are currently available for purchase on CD Japan and Yes Asia. Several of her albums and singles are also available on digital platforms such as Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, SoundCloud, iTunes, Eck, etc. Um, I will say Only Naked is available on the streaming ones, Listener Killer or Survive or not. Not exactly sure why. In the US they are not. I will specify in Japan and Europe they are available for streaming just some reason the United States and possibly Canada they're not. Um, you can also stay up to date with all her news and info on her official website, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube channel, which you can find on our website and you can check out her latest music video posted as well. But I am curious to hear what you two thought of her as she is a very, has a very unique vocal style and I know we don't usually get into the reggae as much as we do R&B. So I'm very interested in hearing what you guys have to say. Um, so for for her, it's very interesting. It was very interesting for her to get into that. The reggae music is coming from a person that listens to reggae music in the background because of where I'm at. It 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 brought me back to that and <laughs> As a person that doesn't really have an acquired taste for reggae music, it was a little bit off-putting at times, but she does flare it up quite a bit. You are right, she does have a very unique vocal style, so that was the only thing that kind of brought me into the mix. And it took a while for me to kind of get with her, because Listener Killer wasn't in, in my mind because she was trying to establish herself. It took me a while to kind of get get used to what she was trying to say. But Survivor was probably one of the best things I have ever heard in a long time. So that kind of brought me into what her style is. And I'm looking forward to what she has to bring for the music industry from here on. So it was interesting to kind of hear off of that. 
Yeah, she definitely has a very unique vocal stylings. It, it took me a while to get used to it. She, she's very much an acquired taste uh, when it comes to her vocals. And that's it's not a bad thing or a critique or anything like that. It's just it's just a fact but she definitely has some very interesting songs she is very gifted especially like the team that works around her do a good job of building the song compositions that do complement her style and i'm not really a reggae listener so it was nice to hear uh something a little different than what we normally listen to uh her song bye bye boy is really fantastic that was a very catchy song very notable kind of grabs your attention uh, the song that really stood out to me was jet coaster there's two other words to that but jet coaster is what you need to know it is a really good song it's more of a rock flavor to it and i really really dug that I also thought her song lucky boy was mildly funny so it's nice to see that she has a mild sense of humor because that that song is uh, very tongue-in-cheek but the guy's not lucky just let's just put it that way so you know it, it does show that she has personality and a sense of humor and that that is definitely something that she can play into and she she does she has a lot of really good stuff um her song uh hashtag harder it, it is it is a rap song and she is not a traditional rapper by any means and i think she actually does a pretty solid job in that song uh i think uh, she needs to work on her rapping a little bit, but for a girl that normally doesn't rap, I felt like she did a pretty solid job in that song. Uh, but she also has like some really good songs. Her latest song, Everything, is pretty pretty solid. And uh, the two guest uh, rappers that she has come in uh, to help her with that song, really good stuff, really good work. I really enjoyed that song. Loving You is, is pretty solid. Perfect Love was pretty good. So, you know... She has a lot of pretty solid stuff. Uh, you just, like I said, you just got to get used to her vocal work. I think that's really the biggest thing. I think, I think maybe some people might listen to it and get turned off. So just stick with it. And once you get used to her vocal style, it, it'll it'll be worth the, the the struggle and i'd probably recommend people starting with naked and bye bye boy as that gives you a good feel of what she is now and then backtracking and do survivor and then listener killer i think you'll get more used to her vo her unique vocal style that way for those who are interested in checking her out i started with bye bye boy and then i listened to spacey love and i ended up blind buying survive because it was fantastic and then i bought naked and then i finally was able to purchase listener killer which took more time than it should have but she, I will say she does have a very unique voice that isn't for everyone. However, I recommend everyone giving her a shot. And I'm really happy to hear that you two found something very unique about her and found some songs you enjoyed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she, she was a lot of fun to listen to. It's, it's, it's fun to it's fun to go out of your comfort zone. It's fun to return to your comfort zone. So, you know, you know as long as you're waffling back and forth, you know, you can't go wrong with that. Also, fun fact, if you're listening, if you don't pay any attention to the descriptions, the, the current opening is Spacey Love by Kira. So if you like the opening, then you'll you'll be a good, good chance you'll like her music. Yes, I, I had to go with that one. It's been stuck in my head for actually for quite some time. And I just love that track so much. And I was watching the music video again. It's just 
such a amazing song so i i love that just how she how it was composed and how it goes from slow to more upbeat and just just everything she emphasizes in it but yeah i want to say thank you for introducing us to her and i can't wait to see her career blossom even more so thank you luna it was a lot of fun listening to her you're welcome i'm glad you guys enjoyed her and i look forward to it as well in her future releases Yes, 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 that's for darn sure. But with that, let's continue on to the Oricon here. And uh, it was interesting. We're, we're slowly getting to that, but I think it doesn't really count because all big releases have been kind of hit week after week. Yeah. So it's all it's all that pent-up rage that's been going on through the, <laughs> through yeah. the, the crisis. <laughs> it's finally all dropping out. Yeah, I, I, I think I think uh, I think there was a big release this week too that we'll be talking about next week because uh, I, I think I saw something pretty notable in the the daily singles. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to the Oricon here, and let's go on to number ten, and that is Pretender by Official Hige Don Dizzle. Please, 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 for the love of God, bump out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been I've been saying this for like six seven months. I, I like the song. I do. I, I want it to go away so we can talk about other stuff because it gets exhausting to talk about the song every week. Knowing our luck, it won't drop up and it'll go up gray. That is our luck. That is our luck. But yeah, this week it sold a lovely 12,769 points. Going on up to number nine, it is Hoshikage no Yell by Green. So it's good to see them back up. It's because the physical release for this track was finally released. So it's good to see them back up here. Yeah, yeah, this was a good song too. I thought it was pretty solid. So I did too. I'm glad to. Same. Glad to see them back up on here. Yes, yes, yes. That's for darn sure. But yeah, this week it sold a lovely 12,887 points. Continuing on up to number 8, it is Gorenge by Lisa. So not not much we can say here. It's because Yaiba has been... Well, the Blu-ray, the physical release for the Blu-ray just dropped this past week, I think. That's the yes, it did. Yeah. It did. And it's doing very well. I still need to get my copy. It's just a little pricey also the also the um the the news about I, I know this is more of america but they they've announced today like funimation and antiplex are going to be streaming the movie so that could also be affecting some of the numbers uh it won't affect this week's number it'll affect next oh week's that's true that's true so it, it's not gonna do anything now but it, it'll show up if if it shows up again next week then we'll know why for the most part but regardless, this week it sold a lovely 16,854 points. And going on up to number 7, it is the lovely Hadaka no Kokoro, once again by Aimyo! Aimyo! So it's, it's there again, so continuing from last week. So it's good if this is what the old traditional Aimyo would be doing. Hopefully she sticks around for a couple more weeks to a month. It's nice to see her latest single sticking around, have that staying power. Like, she's had a couple of singles come out, and they do really good initially, but then they kind of die off. And it's it's funny because when she has a new single come out, typically you'll see Marigold pop up. And it was always really funny because Marigold would still be on the charts, and the newest thing would eventually fall off the charts. So... 
it's nice to see that she has another song come out that seems to be resonating with people so hopefully this one will stick around a little longer yeah it was on the top top 20s this time around marigold but i think it was sticking around from last week too so regardless hadaka no kokoro sold a lovely twenty-one thousand four hundred and sixty-one points and continuing on up to number six it is kusui by aito he they have been kind of working very well and he's keeping to that number six rank very very much so so congratulations on a there he's he's one of the artists along with yasobi kind of looking out with this whole crisis and stay-at-home movement that's been going on so good on them but yeah this week they sold a lovely 26,148 points and going on up to number five it is yoduni kakeru by yasobi once again, nothing we can say more to this. This the numbers are kind of getting better, so it's it's doing well regardless. Wanted to say real quick, it is nice to see that as the economy is coming up and these numbers are coming up, that you know we you know Ito and Yasobi, their numbers are rising up too. So it does show that that their songs really have resonated with people and really you know affected and and touched people. So it was they were able to. Even though, because because I was expecting as like the as th- things open back up or whatnot, that they would just fall off because you know making way for new things. Uh, but you know, the, week after week, you know, I, you, we just see their numbers going up, and I think I think that's a very positive thing, and is really nice to see. No, but I mean, regardless, these numbers are streaming. So, I mean, I don't know if their sales numbers are going up, but their notoriety is going up. That's the only thing I would say there. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, regardless, Yoruni Kakeru sold a lovely 30,796 points. And continuing on up to our first new track of this week, it is Smile by 2020. So, this is very interesting. So, 2020 is pretty much all of Johnny's association coming together to sing this one song 75 members for this one song it's very interesting how this song was and it is a cheer song for the ongoing crisis that is going on Uh, all the sales for this particular song is going to go towards helping people kind of get back on their feet with that this and possibly the song for next week we'll probably talk more about that too will be going all to charity so that's good for them to kind of start with this i thought this was a really good track it shows it outlines a lot of what johnny's is really good for and that is their vocal work so what did you guys think about this track so i loved it i agree with you for it really shows off their vocal work and it does and not to mention just how good their vocals are but how all these members can all harmonize together so well and i mean they all sound fantastic and it's just such a nice uplifting song and i think that's one of the reasons i just fell in love with it yeah this song was absolutely fantastic in in every way i thoroughly enjoyed it it's really good you really get to see you know how these guys have really come up in the ranks to show uh you know that they got talent they're not there for no reason they they've earned you know their ability to just really just pump out these great songs and and smile is, is a great it's got a great melody to it 
it, it, you can tell it, it was a team production and it just shines through in the song and it's just absolutely wonderful and fantastic and it, it's nice to see everyone coming together and and doing this uh i, I i'm really happy for it yes yes but with that, smile this week, so they lovely 31,584 points. And continuing on up to number three, it is Umbrella Slash Dropout by Sekai no Owari. So, this was very interesting. So, this is the physical release of this, of this single. This was released several months back digitally. I believe Umbrella was originally released back in March and Dropout like a month or two later, if I remember my news correctly. But... This is the physical release of this track, and it was alright. I mean, it it plays to the masses, so to speak, of what I think Seika no Owari is. They're not doing anything really moving, I think, in my personal opinion for this. I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for that, but... Uh, I When I think of Seika no Owari, I think of Dragonfly and, and all their other great songs. And this wasn't doing it for me, personally. But what do you guys feel about this track? So, for Sekai no Awadi, I would say I like Dropout, but I did not care for Umbrella as much. Umbrella felt too soft-spoken and light compared to their usual ones, but I enjoyed Dropout, despite it not- it still being out of the norm from them, but I like that techno-ish beat to it, and it wasn't all English, which was- which, you know, was no surprise there for me. But I prefer Dropout to Umbrella. Umbrella was just... I felt like it was lacking something. Yeah, I, I agree with Luna. I, I think Luna's pretty much hit the nail on the head. But it, it's just... It, you know, Umbrella was just okay. I, I didn't think it stood out. They have better songs. I think Dropout is more interesting. It's more unique. The decision to do the song in English I thought was pretty pretty interesting. And... Um, you know, they did a pretty solid job uh, with that song. It has a more of an interesting melody to it. And, um, you know, they're not going to, you know, rewrite the playbooks or anything like that. But, you know, it, it's, a, it's a pretty decent song. And, you know, that's all you can expect. Yeah, that's that's for darn sure. Like, it, it was a decent release, but it wasn't like the, their chart-topping hits that they were doing when they were first starting out. But that's just how the industry goes, yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's like I I enjoy Sekai no Wadi's older stuff, and you can tell how this one, this release, differentiates between a song like Antihero, or you know some of their other older tracks. And hearing this and comparing that to older ones, it's such a big jump. And nothing on this one. I mean, it was a decent release, but it's it's still to me was lacking a little bit of Sekai no Wadi from back then. <laughs> yeah, that's for darn sure. But yeah, Umbrella slash Dropout sold a lovely 42,019 points. Going out to number two, it is Yasoku no Soda by Token Rabu Danshi. It's very interesting with this release, I would say this much, because we get to see a full music video, which is very rare for us because I guess... Due to the fact that they're not doing any stage performances, they had to. They were just like, "Well, we we should do the music video as the costume characters." So it's very interesting to see that it was a decent release, and it shows me very w the reason why Token Rabu does very very well. So, what do you guys think about this release? I loved the song. I thought it was one of their best. It was great. I mean, all the guys had great vocals. The composition was fantastic. 
and the music video was very interesting, but I, I wasn't watching it. I only watched the music video once, but I listened to the track before I watched the video. So I did it twice, but I thought the song was brilliant. And I'm all, I know some of these are hit or miss for me for a lot of the husbandos, but this was amazing. I loved it. Yeah, this is easily their best song yet. And it was really nice to actually see the actors because typically when they pop up on the Oricon, yeah, I think we're watching like an anime version of these guys. So to actually see them in costume live action was really nice. The, the guy with the golden contact lenses freaked me out a little bit because that just looks really unnatural. But it was a really, really good song i really enjoyed the performances i felt like the melody came together really well and i just ha it's a lot of fun and i i really wish like it had them playing more with their swords like honestly i loved it when they like they would be like standing in the black and they would swing their weapons around i thought that was like the funner aspects of the song but yeah uh, i think i think it's mostly because they do that for the live performance yeah y yeah but yeah, so, still, still. Uh, it, it's it's uh, it's unfortunate that they didn't perform it. But yeah, it was yeah. Well, and when they're all on that stage, it's it's not practical for them to be swinging around those weapons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yes. when people have like spears <laughs> that are like seven feet tall. <laughs> yeah, like I know, like one dude had a naginata, and I'm like, ah, oh. it was really cool though when he would swing that thing around. But it still, like, it's a, <laughs> it's it's a pretty fun music video, and uh, even the dance choreography I thought was pretty pretty solid. Stuff. So, oh yeah their choreography yeah. was great yeah i mean it's i mean obviously you know exile is going to beat them but you, you know for what it is i felt like it was pretty pretty good work so. for for sword choreography that's probably one of the best <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. yes very much so that that is indeed true but yeah regardless this week yesogu no soda sold a lovely eighty-eight thousand and 65 points and going on yes. up to number one here it is shoko by johnny's west so i'll take it to our resident johnny's jr lover here ooh, ooh, that's me <laughs> <laughs> how did you feel about this song because personally i thought it was all right i mean the the way that we saw it was very interesting let's just say this much yes, because yes. of how Japan is going with their stay-at-home movement and everything. Doing these music stage shows have been something to watch as of late. It's so entertaining because some of these people go from either they do it to like a seven because they're like there's not much people there or they ramp it up to like 15 because they gotta be like everyone has to feel this not not just the people at home or not just the the, the people filming the people at home have to feel the energy coming off it and i feel that johnny's west did this with shoko <laughs> they, they did they did so much and i I honestly like the performance that I watched found it off putting. I had to I had to watch a couple of performances in order to really get my feelings on the song because I was like, I'm liking the song, but there's aspects of this performance I'm not really digging, so I had to do some extra research. But this song is really good. It's got a really good melody to it. These these boys are great. Their 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 vocal work is fantastic. 
and the, you know they, they I think they knock it out of the park and they, they do a stellar job even if the stage shows are a little hammed up because well I, I don't know little's not the right word they 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 really go that extra step in in, in the the stage performances that I've seen but I understand why and and I didn't understand when I was watching it but thankfully Ken set me on the right path and I was like okay this makes a lot of sense now so um yeah but i i did i enjoyed it i thought it was really good i i think these guys are great and I, it's always nice to see these guys up here so yeah this is this is another another good one for for them so i love the song and i i even though like you know even regarding their performances i understand why they gave the 110 percent and with a lot of cheese due to you know to hype up everyone at home who's stuck there but the this is one of my favorite johnny's west songs that i've heard it is fantastic there's so much energy in it it is such an uplifting track and i loved it yeah it it was very interesting you know it's it johnny showed up johnny's west particularly showed up on the chart twice this week because they were part of 2020 so they kind of outdone themselves very much so with both releases and like I said, it's good to see Johnny's West and it, it's good to see how the next generation of Johnny's Juniors are going to take up the mantle that Odyssey is going to pretty much leave with for this next for the next year or so. But it's good to see that the Johnny style is still very much alive. Regardless, Shoko sold a lovely 212,064 points. I should say copies because it's only physical release only, but what that That's let's amazing. Yeah, I know. It's it's I'm Johnny's so for glad. You, it's Johnny's man. <laughs> I'm so glad that they're bringing up the numbers with in all physical. Think about the people who bought this off Amazon Japan and you know all the places to get their copies. It's amazing. Yes, yes, that's for darn sure. But with that, let's continue on to the albums here real fast. We got Ceremony by King New. We got Tamura Yukari with Candy Tough. She is a very good see you so i'm very happy for her she is i love her i'm so glad to see her on here uh 35 years and 35 songs done by tube which is really good and this is part one and then part two is ticking up number seven we got go nama stray kids volume one which is the korean mini album by stray kids mirage best complete mirage's second songs i guess it's their best of album Go to school, little girls, for the love of God. And number four, it is... One, one, Eric? How would you say that? One Eric? One Eric? One Eric? One Eric Diary, third mini album by iZone. This is their third mini Korean album. The is one names are so weird. This yeah, was yeah. on here last week, though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it, it stayed It's on still there. doing good. So, I'm happy for this. Breakthrough for Pop and Party got to number three. They are the top Japanese sold album this past week. They they sold more on the Japanese Billboard because Billboard takes the international numbers in effect also. So it's just good because Break Breakthrough is their their second album done by Pop and Party. So good for them. This is what's very interesting about this release though. It included a music video that they're starting to trust the live action versions compared to the cg animation which i don't really mind but it still throws me off that they did it with pop and party first and not their big gun rosalia 
because they're not going to do it for Rosalia also, which is also kind of weird because Era, which is Razor Sulin's album, is going to feature them as live action on the cover as well. So it's it's very, very interesting. They're making Rosalia do so many things, even though that's their breadwinner. Regardless, more and more by twice at number two. And I, this is also another word that I always had trouble with. It is Hungari? Hangagari? Hing hang hang gare gare hingare hang hangare by seventeen taking the number one chart there. So I I wanted to talk about this for a little bit because they actually broke a very big record with this release. So with this release, this is the third consecutive release by seventeen to reach number one, making them the only one of the only three artists to have done so beforehand which is really interesting the last record holder for this was basically rollers in 1977 and the first one to have done it was simon and garfunkel back in 1971 wow Wow, that is amazing go 17 that is awesome nice yeah so it's very interesting to see that and you know we hoped we congratulate them on this mo- monumentous occasion because it shows how the Korean wave is doing very, very much so in Japan again. So, but with that, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Ongakuryu. You can find us at all the usual social media sites at Twitter and Instagram at Ongakuryu. You can find us our website at ongakuryu.com. You can follow our affiliates, Koryu Hunter. He is a Twitch streamer and our dear friend. You can find him at twitch.tv slash Hunter. K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also find our other affiliate, TimberTaff. He is a Twitch streamer in his own right. And you can find him at twitch.tv slash TimberTaff. T-I-M-B-E-R-T-F-T. You can also follow... Your sister, Luna Rose, who is doing all the lovely things. Monster Hunter, some uh, art streaming, and she recently got a Nintendo Switch. So I'm, I'm thinking she'll be streaming some Animal Crossing soon. All right, get them apples. But yeah, what? and you can follow her at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. And lastly, you can follow our other affiliate, Fangirl has no name. She is a very good Twitch streamer who does all the lovely Zelda stuff. And you can follow her at twitch.tv slash fangirl has no name. F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. And you can also follow the podcast that I do with Fangirl, Kyo, and Timber called Potasaurus. It is interesting to say the least. I can't. We talked about Donkey Kong 64, and because of that, Kyo decided to stream Donkey Kong 64. He's been tweeting about Donkey Kong 64. Yeah, because his, his opinions probably changed about it, because we, me, him, and Fangirl were ragging on it, because Timber kept on confusing Donkey Kong 64 with Banjo and Kazooie, and he kept on switching the names. I think Timber's oh just God. confused in general. <laughs> he kept on switching Naughty Dog and Insomniac games with certain developing games too. So we got on his case about that. But yeah, if you want to hear us talk about the gaming scene, you can check it out. Look up Koryu Hunter on all podcast media services. You can find it there. 
But yeah, you can find me on Twitter at OTYCAN1. You can find Renford at RenfordD. And where can we find you, Gray? You can find me on Twitter at OngakuGray, where I tweet about what I'm playing, what I'm watching, what I'm listening to, all that fun jazz. So follow me there. And you, Luna? You can follow me on Letterboxd, my anime list, Anime Planet, and Twitter at LunaMaria87. And you can follow me on Instagram as NerdyCollectorLuna. But yeah, once again, I want to say thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Ongakuryu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much, and have a great day. Aloha. All right. I hope everyone had a great time listening to us and have a great rest of your week. This is, and thank you all for listening and we will see you next time. Ja matane. And this is great. You guys have a good weekend. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.